0: Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio.
1: And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, uh, we are broadcasting live from inside Renaissance Bank on Main Street in beautiful Alpharetta. If you are looking for the best bank in Georgia, that's not my opinion, that's uh what a sur- recent survey in money on money.com says. Um Renaissance Bank is your bank. Go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and give them a call. They've got uh 200 around the southeast ready to serve you. And what you'll find is someone that actually wants to meet with you personally. I, I imagine that. I mean, it's not a big big uh, bank experience by any means but renaissance is big enough to handle pretty much any need that your small business can throw at them so uh, check them out renaissance bank understanding you member fdic and now i want to welcome billy potter billy is uh, the newly named ceo at snellings walters billy welcome John, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Congratulations on your new role, but you've been at Snellings Walters for a while. Why don't you give an introduction to your firm and to you?
0: Yeah, so my name is Billy Potter. I'm the CEO of Snellings Walters Insurance Agency. Uh, we're a 70-year-old firm, actually, this year, 70 years. Wow. And uh, Congratulations on that. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful story. It's mm-hmm. one to um, marvel at, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um and let's see, I started there December 1st, 2011, so uh, just going on 10 years now. Wow. Yeah, so I'm, I'm real excited to be here, looking forward to sharing with you a little
1: bit about our organization uh, yeah. for you and,
0: and for your audience to know more about
1: us. Absolutely. T- t- let's talk about um, you first, and then I'll, we'll get to Snellings Walters. So why did you join Snellings Walters? And, and, and talk about your journey you were the chief sales officer before you came, became CEO. That's an, that's an interesting place to jump, um, as from sales into the CEO role for an insurance agency.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I'll tell you, it, it started, uh, with a mutual friend of ours, Ralph Pascarello.
1: I know that guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Great he, guy.
0: he is, a, he is a, he's a top 10 person in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, He uh, simply made a suggestion. He had started working there in, uh, I want to say May of 2011, and he knew that I was looking to leave, Mm -hmm. and um, I had a a great career for a little over a decade working for an insurance company and uh, just kind of came to a a very crucial spot in my life. Uh, Dan Sullivan would would call it a ceiling of complexity, Mm. uh, where uh, I'd been married now for about four or five years, and we were having kids, and... I wanted to work a little bit smarter, not Mm. harder. And, uh, I was lacking fulfillment in my work. So, um, Ralph suggested I entertain Snellings Walters and I said, thank you, but no, thank you. Um, candidly (laughs) because I knew the firm. Um, and I thought very highly of the Snellings, but I didn't necessarily believe that that's what I was looking for Mm -hmm. in my next journey. Um, and I'll tell you, there's a lot. So Ralph doubled down, being the, the stubborn guy that he was, um, <laughs> he doubled down and, and really suggested I, I speak with them. And fast forward to my last interview with them, um, just about how different they were. You know, believe it or not, I, I interviewed with about 16 firms in Atlanta. Oh, wow. Yeah. And um, one of the last things shared with me um, was we've, we focused on a lot of my character defects. And they said, how are you feeling with the interview process? And I said, I'm a little depressed. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they asked, why is that? And I said, every time I'm here, you talk about my flaws. Right? And um, I'll tell you, they said, would you like to know why? I said, I'd love to. They said, if you can be this successful with your character defects, we'd really like to know who you can become without them. Mm. And I'll tell you what, it it rocked my world. Um, The investment they wanted to make into their people was abundantly clear to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with the contrast I had of, you know, 16 other firms that I was talking to out there. Mm-hmm. It was, um, it was a very black and white decision that what I was searching for, they want, they were more concerned about my development rather than what I could provide for the firm.
1: In in sales or production, whatever. That's
0: exactly right. In wow. fact, all I had to offer them was debt. I had oh. no, I had no <laughs> book of business. I had yeah. no clients to bring with me. Yeah. Uh, so they were sticking their neck out, taking a risk on me. Oh,
1: wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I guess you were talking mostly to insurance agencies, I assume, other insurance agencies, agencies. So what, Um, beyond uh, just, I guess, that interest in your personal development, what was it about Stellings Walters that stood out for you?
0: Yeah. It's uh, very clear. They casted a really beautiful vision about who they wanted to be when they grew up. And you know, at this point they were a 60 year old firm mm. and they had all these different, uh, concepts and ideas and strategies they want to implement. And I'm a skeptic, John. So mm. I honestly didn't believe any of them. <laughs> I thought, you know what, if they deliver on 20% of what they're describing, this will be a fun ride. Um, so that's really what spoke to me. Um, the, I was also interviewing with a really large agency called Alliant. Uh, I was actually playing golf with the CFO. Mm-hmm. And he asked me, uh, where are you at? Uh, you know, his counterpart had said, you're kind of between us and a small family-owned opportunity. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, really different opportunities. You know, you guys insure Macy's. <laughs> and um, and then they don't really have much of a benefits practice, which is what I'd be going to start And what he said next really had a a big impact on me. He said, um, I remember when Alliant was a family-owned regional firm in California. And I thought, oh my goodness, I think I'm figuring out what I want to be a part of. I want to build something as much as I want to go be employed somewhere. Right. And and that's what Snellings Walters wanted to do. They had made some really big changes to their 60-year history, uh, even in ownership. I mean, uh, it had just transpired that my business partner, Clay Snellings, and his brother, Bill, had decided to dissolve the family exclusivity. So they're bringing outside talent in now to become owners within the business. And it's just, um, it lit a fuse and ignited something beautiful. Um, uh, and we're just a part of that ride right now. That that Domino uh, chain started in 2007 and um, we're benefiting from their decisions today.
1: Now that's quite a story right there for a lot of family businesses is making that change toward allowing outside ownership. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, the, 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 uh, history books are full of disasters on that. Um, ha, uh, both from the outsiders coming in and the insiders that, uh, didn't handle that well. Talk about what's made that so successful at Snelling's Walters. So, um, first things first, um, John Snelling's our founder Founded
0: the business in 1952, and um, um, we lost him in 2018. Hmm. Um, uh, forgive me for not knowing exactly, but I, th- I believe he was 93 years old. Wow. And um, there was a, f- a poem read by um, uh, uh, the individual who celebrated his his funeral uh, called The Bridge Builder. Have you ever read that poem? <laughs> I'm
1: not sure if I have. It's Let beautiful. Say more.
0: Uh, it talks about the obligations we have to build the bridge for the leaders for tomorrow to cross. Mm. And that's what John did. And mm. he he first and foremost did it for his his children. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bill Snellings and Clay Snellings, uh, Bill was actually my t-ball coach uh, growing up. I grew up with his son, Tyler. And um, you can't think or talk about Bill and Clay Snellings without thinking about integrity. That's who they are. And they took a very selfless approach in 2007 rather than privately owning hundred percent of something smaller. Um, they prioritized the business mm-hmm. and they said, what do we need to grow? And they identified some real talent outside of their family walls to bring on board. And um, with that talent, a lot of new ideas have come and um, we implemented a system called EOS in 2012.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: it has more than quadrupled our business since but, then.
1: Let's describe uh, what EOS is for those that don't know it. The
0: entrepreneurial operating system mm-hmm. uh, was authored by a gentleman by the name of Gino Wickman. Mm-hmm. And it's basically a language for our entire company to speak. Um, and it helps us create an environment that we believe will attract top talent. I like to look at it as two, it does two fundamental things. It puts boundaries on leaders so that you don't get in the way of your own business. Mm-hmm. And then two, it protects your highly engaged employees. And it's hands down, the I believe, the, the smartest thing we've done since I've been affiliated with Snellix Walters. And, and what it does, is it helps you expose who you want to be. You, you define it. And um, we really double down on the culture. And I, I, I really feel that that's an overused word, um, oftentimes Mm -hmm. when I say culture in our company, it's a measurement. We we measure it quarterly. Mm. Um, and we hire and fire according to core values, um, within our company. So there are four, and this is all birthed from EOS. And even the process to develop the core values is fascinating. Oh, wow. Um, so our four core values are engaged, authentic, accountable, and curious. And, um, you know, we practice these principles daily uh, Mm -hmm. within our office, but that kind of stuff, the the thought leader um, uh, of all these projects, nobody said, here's what we need to do. We went and we explored. Right. And um, what's amazing about our organization is that the integrity that Bill and Clay brought to the organization has now um, it's caught like wildfire with the cultural alignment of the leaders that we've employed Uh, and where it's taken us. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, there's, there's a handful of tools that we've implemented today to to make sure that we're providing an environment where people want to grow.
1: Wow. Billy Potter folks, uh, CEO of Snellings Walters. Um, so I guess I'm interested in now the, the, the change that has occurred over the last 10 plus years. Uh, since you've been at the firm, uh, now that you're behind, been behind the curtain and now in in, uh, in in charge of the of the show, shall we say? What do you see that in terms of the company's development that maybe you didn't see at the time? That's been a pleasant surprise. Um, because you saw a lot of great things, I, I guess did. is the point. But there's always a surprise or two, maybe for us in life. That yeah. Even if we're expecting great things, right?
0: Yep. Uh, yeah, John. I, I I would say clearly, um, and they didn't know any better, but they undersold how wonderful it was going to be. Um, oh, wow. I'm crazier about the business today than I ever was when I started, and mm-hmm. um, even in in the times where where you know my wife and I were young in our marriage and we were raising kids, and there's a lot of challenging times that come with that, uh, especially when you're building a book of business in your career, mm-hmm. you have some low moments. Mm-hmm. And I was so lifted up by where I worked and why I worked there. They were shaping me into the man I felt like I always needed to be- become. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't promise me any of that, you know, none of that was promised. Mm-hmm. In fact, like like I said earlier, I didn't believe, but Twenty percent of what they were saying, and uh, not only have they delivered on the environment they they aimed to provide, uh, they've knocked it out of the park. It's um I run to work every Sunday night I, I can't wait mm. to get back in the office because I see the impact it's had on my marriage, on raising my children mm-hmm. you know we, sp- we spend most of our time at work, and to be able to be paid. To become the man that I want to be in my personal life—that's a real gift, and and that's the obligation we have to pay forward to the people that work at Snelling's Walters, making sure that they have every opportunity to see who they can become without their character defects.
1: Wow! So, let's talk about the insurance agency environment generally. I want to get back to the, I guess, the culture here in a second, but talk about, um, I guess, the quest for talent how you attract employees into an insurance agency when maybe some employees might think, Oh, that's too dull for me or whatever preconceptions they've got, whatever they are. Um, and looking for the talent that goes beyond the resume. Yeah. I, um, I don't want to convince that's the first rule, uh,
0: having to convince somebody of who you are, Means that they don't see who you are, <laughs> so um, we want more attraction rather than promotion. Mm. And, um, um, you know, I just listened to the CEO of Sherm communicate that the new norm now is thirty-five percent turnover annually with our workforce. Wow, which blows my mind. Yeah, um, but basically, we we're, we're wanting to attract somebody. Um, Chick Fil A conducted a study of the most engaged people in the world. They, they interviewed all these national, uh, all these worldwide uh, employers, and they took the most engaged employees at each one of these employers, and they identified three components to top talent. And this is what we're looking for. We want people who want a better boss, a brighter future, or a bigger vision. All three of those things. It's not necessarily money. You know, Truett Cathy said it best. If you make people better, bigger is inevitable. Uh, and sometimes I feel that we put the cart before the horse, uh, because we want to make X, Y, Z, um, or we want to do X, Y, Z. In fact, you can hear commencement seats, go do what you love. And I don't think that matters as much as who you do it with. And that's what we want to create. We want to create an environment where no matter what we're doing, we want to do it with these people. If we want to go into basket weaving tomorrow, that's the environment I want to
1: basket weave. (laughs) Even if basket weaving wasn't originally in your plan. That's exactly right. Okay. Yep. So what you're saying is is that life and business is more about uh relational values than it is the the function or what you're selling or, well or said. what you're producing.
0: Yep. Nothing sells like sincerity. hmm Um and I think that that if I go through um a, a drive through at Chick fil A versus McDonald's, I'll see a stark contrast. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's because of the quality of the food. Mm. I think that they're there intrinsically for a, a bigger reason. And um, why can't that be insurance? You know, why can't insurance have a, a culture that has an environment that's magnetic that a spouse says, I'm so thankful that you work there?
1: Wow. Folks, we're here chatting with Billy Potter. Billy is the CEO of Snellings Walters so let's talk about the i guess the the values based culture so I see that term a lot, <laughs> and you know sometimes I think it's a term that people use as a as as a necessity mm. right so talk about what that means for snelling's Walters and how you really live that out and how you make that more than just a check of a box. Yeah. And and again, I give credit to Gino Wickman with mm-hmm.
0: his template of how we identify the core values. Um, it was a fun experience. We took the leaders of our company, we locked the door and we hashed it out for a whole day on what our core values are. And what they do is they say, John, identify, you know, two people in your life that you could take over the world with. Maybe you work with them, maybe you don't. Mm. And then what are the adjectives that you would describe those two individuals? And so that's what we did. And then we, we grouped all of our adjectives and uh, with the, the heroes we identified in the adjectives we group, we came out with four core values, engage. And there's a phrase that follows each one of them just to give people an indication of what they stand for. Engage. It's more than me. Uh, Authentic, your true self accountable, own your part. Mm. And then curious, uh, seek to understand. And I, I really feel that there's so much that's troubling the world <laughs> that can be addressed by these core values. Mm-hmm. Seek to understand. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. How many times are we speaking not to listen to what the person that we're talking to has to say, but we're thinking about how we want to respond? Sure. Um, own your part. Accountable. Gosh, that could be my most gratifying core value. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, insurance is not a tangible thing nobody can touch it it's not like you you ever walk away being like man i just i
1: bought the best insurance today uh, <laughs> it's kind of like buying tires for the car right <laughs> that's right nobody looks at the tires and say wow billy yeah. great tires that's it yeah and
0: so you know what you do hope is i think a lot of people they tout service and uh, sometimes it's 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 um, pared down to just having a, a speedy response But we want more than that. Uh, When, when you're engaging with one of our consultants or one of our client managers um, we want them to own their part because Mm -hmm. every piece of paper they touch is tied back to a person. Eventually Mm. every piece of paper. And um, you know, what we want them to understand is, is we want them to experience a truthful engagement. That's what we've coined the term truthful engagement, meaning that we are going to say what needs to be said in order to help you identify or resolve your issue. In a loving way, of course. Sure. But I think a lot of the times that's tiptoed around and that's not satisfying. Um, I've spoken to a lot of people before in the past where um, you get a lip service sometimes in the insurance industry. Mm -hmm. And um, we're not trying to push a product here. We're trying to identify an issue and resolve it. Mm -hmm. That's what we're best in class in. Mm -hmm. And then um, within our organization, these core values, they help us to, you know, create with consistency better outcomes uh, for the families that we serve or the businesses we serve.
1: You know, you said something there that makes me think about the fact that sometimes insurance can be a little transactional in the sense that, you know, you talk to your insurance representative, your trusted advisor, you know, on renewal time, around renewal time, and that's about it. And how, how do you, how have you, I guess, transferred Um, or your business more into an advisory where your customers are looking to you for, um, year round, uh, all weather, uh, advice and counsel.
0: Yeah, I'll say it takes a lot of practice. Mm -hmm. Um, and we do, we practice it a lot. Um, we have one of our three uniques in our company is growth is personal. And if the growth you're experiencing isn't personal, then it's not growth. And so when you think about that, when you think about, um, maybe the lip service or pushing a product, a lot of times that means that you're not asking a lot of questions. Mm. And if you're not a lot of asking a lot of questions in your prospect engagement, there's a chance you're not asking a lot of questions in your marriage. And, um, and that's where we really help people kind of identify a consistency in the issues of owning their own part. And, um, And the more you massage that, the more you develop that engagement, the more thorough of a process you uncover with your prospect so they can really find out what the root cause is of what they're trying to solve. And I'll tell you, it doesn't always come off smoothly, John. Uh, I, I've personally been asked to leave more prospect meetings than I can count. Um, you're committed to a process of discovery Mm -hmm. and sometimes they just want a quick fix. Right. And, um, they don't want all those questions. That's right. Right. And then I would say that, that maybe we're not the right fit for you. Because in the end, you could be frustrating, frustrated with us and we could be frustrated with you. We, we tend to like to go a, a little bit deeper in our engagement and uh, want to have to not touch it twice. And I think many of the issues, John, come up from not identifying the right issue the first time. Um, this, the solve really presents itself if you've identified the right issue. So we ask a lot of questions. Um, We celebrate prospects that don't align. We say, congratulations, you figured that out. Mm -hmm. Well done. Uh, And of course, we're cordial and respectful about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But we have a saying that that, um, not all prospect aligns today. I think all prospects are are potential prospects for what we have. But um, I could go into McDonald's tomorrow and ask for a cheeseburger medium rare. I'm going to be disappointed, won't I? <laughs> uh, Probably. It doesn't mean that they don't know how to serve cheeseburgers. It right. just means that if I want a medium rare
1: cheeseburger, I better not go to McDonald's or something that looks like a cheeseburger, <laughs> right? Right. <laughs> That's exactly right. So uh, let's let's. Uh, I'm curious about that because what you're pointing to is the importance of questions, and then the importance of of um, those that are willing to engage the questions. So how do you? Uh, I I guess get clients to understand the importance of that process. Yeah. Um. Well, we try
0: and help them find their part in the problem. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, let's say that their their agent's name's John Ray. And um, they want to fire him. Well, one of the things we want to know is, does does John know that you want to fire him? Mm. And that's a usually uh they they don't receive that question well. Sometimes. I'll bet. Yeah. Um. And we do that for two reasons, a do unto others as you would have done unto you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to disappoint you at some point. Mm. I promise. Um, well, I know that I'm disappointing you because that's where trust is established. Are you going to put me in a position to win so that I can shape my behavior and we can revisit our expectations or our agreements? And then secondly, um, sometimes the the prospect thinks that they're clearly communicating, but communication is tough. Mm hmm so we like to ask that question um, um, about what their communications have been with their current agent to see their part. Uh, and I'll tell you, a lot of the times they come back and say, you know what, I do think I could clearly communicate it better to our current agent. And we encourage them to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody wins if that happens. Sure. It's not about a transaction. Um, it's about making sure that we're onboarding clients that that are open to being
1: accountable and ultimately open to being led. That's what we want. So let's turn that same lens inward in, t- in terms of how you work with each other internally, employees, uh, Snellings, Walters, asking the right questions.
0: Yeah, it's awkward. Um, you know, and we are more raw in our office, obviously, because we're a family than we are externally. Mm-hmm. But if you don't practice it as a community, it'll never translate to the outside world. Mm. And so um, we have uh, a lot of, we do a lot of role plays internally. Um, That sounds cheesy. I've really come to find that they're so valuable Mm -hmm. to walk through the conversation um, Mm. so that you can be prepared when meeting with a client or a prospect or an insured who Mm. has a a circumstance that's that's very um, heavy. Yeah. And, um, a lot of people, a lot of times we realize that nobody's really trained us. What do I need to do here? And, um, we have systems that we follow, you know, Hey, this is an opportunity to be empathetic. Right. This is an opportunity to be challenging. Mm. You know, don't assume that you understand the issue. Listen to the language they're using. What are they saying? What are they not saying? Mm. Uh, where's the elephant in the room? Uh, we, we train on what's the curveball? Mm-hmm. What's going to be a part of the conversation that is really, you're not prepared for. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do a lot of repetition like that. And um, I'll tell you uh, our why statement in our organization is we lead to inspire uh, others so that they're, we, we lead to inspire confidence so that your potential is unleashed. Mm. And I think um, a lot of that interaction internally helps people, people become more confident uh, when you know what you need to do and why you can do it with a level of tenacity that you wouldn't be able to do if you're unprepared and our clients deserve that.
1: Wow. Billy Potter folks, uh, CEO of Snellings Walters. So Billy, as we uh, wind down here and, and in uh, the show, and let you get back to doing the great work you're doing to talk about, I guess the, The future. I mean, what do you see over the next uh, few years for Snellings Walters and uh, your growth, and both both internally and externally? Maybe.
0: Yeah. So when I got to the firm, I want to say we were about a four to five million dollar revenue firm, Mm -hmm. and that was 2012. Um, Our goal is to be so at 60 years old, we're about four and a half million bucks. Our goal is to be a thirty million dollar agency by the end of 2025. So we have some very steep goals, but I really think they're, they they're easily achieved by the team we employ. Um, and we don't want to have that success without the growth is personal component. That's the reason we want to remain privately held. We want people to be, have the opportunity to be shaped and developed when they come to work, um, personally and professionally. So, uh, we're going to double down on that. Our goal is to have, um, you know, a hundred employees that are the right people in the right seats by the end of 2025 and, um, really electrifying growth. There's a downside to it. Mm. It's tiring. Yeah. Growth is hard. Right. Um, but staying complacent is hard too. Uh, and that <laughs> comes with its own set of challenges. If you have to choose between one or the other, it's not hard to choose. Right. That's right. <laughs> I love it. Um yeah, so it's an invigorating environment to work uh, work in and it's and it's humbling and gratifying. And um we're doing a lot of fun stuff like um have, helping people identify their one word for the year so they can focus on it with their families and um it's all for a better product, a better service, a
1: better experience, better outcomes. Okay, let me I've got I have to ask you and I've got to put you on the spot what's your one word for the year? What's yours?
0: Yeah, so um I have four young children. Okay. And, um, uh, sleep. Yeah, I know. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Actually my, my six year old's word was eat. Oh, okay. there you go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, um, it, it's not lost on me, um, that I I saw my kids playing one day and, um, as kids do, they were arguing about being copycats. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, it dawned on me that, that I have the ability, my influence of my children now are the the times where they're, they're going to model my behavior. 12 to six years old. And I need to be present to my actions matter. Uh, So copycat is my word. Mm. Uh, Am I doing things today that my children uh, or my coworkers would be proud to see me do? Um, And uh, I'll tell you that, that one word, that book, one word uh, that will make a, a big impact on your life has had a tremendous impact, not only on my life, but on our firm's life. Um, for the last five or six years it's Mm. profound we just had a book study in our in our office and to hear the words that some people are choosing Mm. you get goosebumps wow Uh, they're going deep on things in their lives that they they wish they could improve or they wish were better so copycat's mine i got four little
1: ones looking at me at all times sometimes
0: they're looking i don't even realize they're looking (laughs) oh yeah they're looking all right yep
1: Yeah. yeah for sure yeah wow uh, what a great conversation. Billy Potter, thank you so much for coming in. But before we let you go, um, for those that uh, would like to be in touch, would like to know more about Snellings Walters, uh, number one, but uh, to be in touch and, and learn more in general, uh, let's direct them on where to go.
0: Yeah, so that's um, Snellings Walters Insurance Agency. We've been here in Atlanta, Georgia since inception. Uh, you can go to www.snellingswalters.com. That is our website. That's probably the best way to reach us. And then um, we have a live person that answers the phones every day. That's one thing that's core to our our company's history. There you go. Um, that number is 770-396-9600.
1: Billy Potter, folks, CEO of Snellings Walters. Billy, this has been great. Thank you so much for coming on. John, it was a real pleasure. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Hey folks, just a quick reminder. Uh, we were, Hey, we were talking about team building. So if you've got a different place that you want to go with your team and do something that's fun and kind of out of the box for a team building exercise, ANS culinary concepts is an idea. So, uh, chief executive chef over there. I think I got that right. He's the best cook in the place. Okay. (laughs) Andrew Traub, he's terrific. And, uh, We've done a lot of work with him, and uh, Andrew and his team do fantastic work. They have Big Green Egg Boot Camps, of course, team, corporate team building, corporate catering, and uh, they're right on John, John Jonesbridge Road in Johns Creek. You can reach Andrew at 678-336-9196 and tell him what you've got in mind, and he can tell you, uh, craft an event that would be great for you and your team. If you'd like to uh, just know more, go to ASCulinaryConcepts.com. And just a quick reminder, North Fulton Business Radio, we're coming up on our sixth year anniversary. So we're in 440 shows, something like that. Uh, So we're excited about celebrating that here coming up in May uh, 2022. Uh, But if you uh, have not subscribed to the show or you're not familiar with us, Uh, and this is your first shot at listening to us, we'd love it if you would subscribe and share the show. Uh, That's how we build our audience. And it's not about me or Business Radio X. It's about our great guests like Billy and his firm and the other guests that we've had on the show that do great work. And we are, are here to help them be found and celebrated. So if you could help us in that regard, we'd appreciate it. So for my guest, Billy Potter, I'm John Ray, Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.